Welcome to the bread zone. Oh, I thought we were going with welcome to the lesbian war zone. Oh, I shit. thought we were going to welcome to the Ringo zone, sponsored by bread. <laughs> no, no, by welcome, lesbian bread? Wel welcome to the lesbian war zone, brought to you by bread. There, there we go. I'm Kayla. I'm Natasha. And I'm Max, and I'm a normal person who likes bread. And we Me are doing too. Raising the Barn. Fun fact, barns are where wheat comes from, the kind used to make bread. I mean, who can say no to bread? Um, apparently a lot of people in Portland. I don't uh, understand how. People with how, celiac but... disease? I didn't know there were so many people with that disease in Portland. No, 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 no. The thing is that nobody in Portland has celiac disease. They just, like, like to LARP about it. Anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's all that it is. That's all that this what? whole, like, gluten-free is better for you Amazing. health thing is right now. It's just that, people LARPing that they have celiac That is the that's best way brilliant. to describe that. <laughs> oh, You're my welcome. God. TM, soft TM. Um, oh, that was gay. All right, so raising the so, bar. So, the first important information, I did not know there was a pumpkin plush coming out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, su support support the Crooniverse. So get get your pumpkin plushes when they become available in your region. If you have a hot topic near you. We are not. Do we have to legally say that we are not like official sponsors of Steven Universe? Like if I we don't start. Think yeah. So? Sure. I don't Maybe. know. Okay. We're unofficial. I... Not official. Oh wow! It's cute. The plush. Yeah, it's I adorable. Looked it up. It's so cute. Actually, reg regarding pumpkin's gender that has been assigned to her. That's actually an interesting little bit of food for thought, I think. Nah, is, no pun intended. Is it, <laughs> it, it, it kind of was, actually. Oh, okay. uh, pun very much intended. Slide through. Um, no, what I'm thinking is, like, uh, is pumpkin female? Just because the crew universe is like, yeah, yeah, we're, we're making a pumpkin. It's a dog. That's a she, I guess. Or could it be that Lapis and Peridot decided it's a she because all gems just are constantly coded as female, and that's the society they come from, so they don't think to default to anything as a he. That's actually a good point. I had that same thought, and I, I want to think that it's probably the latter, where they just, like, don't have another gender. So they they just... Everything is so just e she So everything and is female, really. But I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna walk us back just a little bit. So Steven is finally doing the emotionally responsible thing and uh, not having a breakdown about not talking to Connie and just like he verbalizes physically like I just have to wait like she'll talk to me when she's ready. I do want to point out that like to uh, visualize this, he has to drag his ukulele through the sand. <laughs> so like. Even if he is doing the emotionally mature, responsible thing when his friend is, doesn't want to talk to him, he's still mad about it. Like, he's still pouting. Oh, yeah. How about fucking FaceTime or vid face or vid time? What was... I think it was vid time, right? I think right? vid time was the right one. This is why we need Dylan, like, frame by framing. We cannot go the whole podcast without Peridot, in good faith, mm -hmm. saying... Steven has just been ignoring us this whole time. I, and, I like um, that Peridot will say Steven's things that are... look of guilt. Yeah, Peridot yeah. will say things that any other person saying them would sound like they're being accusatory. But yeah. Peridot does not mean it in an accusatory way. Peridot is, is an odd case where, like, she is very genuinely learning to be human. Yes. And... Like, so she's kind of going through the developmental stages of a child where, like, they, they will hear and mimic, but not necessarily understand. So she's at the point in, like, learning how to be human where she just says things. 
but that's how kids are because like they they are learning about the world yeah. and so they make observations about the world and they do not understand social context yeah. and that sometimes some observations that are made are not appropriate to voice yeah. so you just say things so peridot is in the point of learning how to be human where she just says things but she was not wrong that Stephen had been ignoring Peridot and laughing. She was not wrong. No. And Stephen knows that she's not wrong because he does like the guilty blush. <laughs> so uh, Lapis takes a step or two back in her character arc. It's it's a complex situation, and I don't condone what she did, but I don't blame her for it either. Yeah. She is she is a very good, very complexly written characters, and characters are meant to be flawed, and that's what makes them good characters. Yeah. And this is something that Lapis would do because of her flaws, which makes her well written. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but it, it's feel... not it's not just that you say to step back, but like she's she's relapsing into her stress. Yeah, because that's the thing about growth recovery; like it doesn't just get better. And this show, to its credit, has shown that multiple times, mm-hmm. but. It's never been great with it because, like, anytime Steven has an insecurity, like, so often it's, like, unfounded and mm-hmm. kind of forced, I feel like. But with Lapis, like, she's she's been in war. She's been a prisoner as a result of war. She's been, like, trapped and injured. She's, ha- she's like, been gone home, beaten, captured again. And just all this shit. Like, Lapis has, like really serious, intense PTSD. People do have backslides and they don't get better. And the diamonds and the fear of them is a major trigger for Lapis in the way that it is not for anybody else. And I would have liked to have seen her handle the situation better. I would have liked her to not have just run away from her friends and uprooted Peridot's life. I would have liked just any kind of like real, you know, progress for her or them managing to convince her to stay a while or something. Mm -hmm. But given everything, I fully understand why Lapis reacted the way she did, what her headspace was, what the action she took was. And like, I don't, condone it but i can't condemn her for it either. yeah yeah i would like going forward in the show something that we haven't gotten yet is i don't think lapis has gotten a true moment of catharsis in terms of dealing with what she's gone through like peridot has gone has had she dropped a barn on a fucking giant alien space bitch so that was pretty and what cool. did that do for her she got poofed she's i don't i mean i mean i you're not wrong i just say it should seem pretty cathartic in the moment oh yeah i mean <laughs> i mean like like pearl has gotten her over has had her moment of catharsis with um uh i love both of you with her finally getting over that like Push down, repressed dislike for Greg Garnet. Lapis needs it. a win. Yes, Lapis needs a, a, a long term win. Dropping dropping a barn yeah. on a bitch, which was badass. Yes, Lapis super needs badass. To get Definitely just... saved the day. But like she, Peridot um, got to call Yellow Diamond a clod and get to experience a new oh life. God, that was Gem Drill continues to be my favorite arc for Peridot. Oh, and and Lapis hasn't got that. I don't know. Not yet. Um, so we, we get, we get like a very definitive 
clear arc of Peridot switching sides, basically, which was when she learned to feel, basically, when she learned to have empathy, um, which was like her whole big thing because she was a kindergartner, so she didn't feel empathy. Mm-hmm. Lapis hasn't really had an arc where she learns to be a better person. Yeah, yet. I, I mean, I, I get it, and I don't disagree that it'd be nice for her to have one, but I think it's also... I think it's probably easier to write it for Peridot because the difference between Lapis and Peridot is that Lapis is an adult and Peridot is a child. And Peridot's entire arc has been about like growth and learning the world outside of what she knew. Lapis, and Lapis is, is trying stunted. to get over very serious scars yeah. and lots yeah. of experience. Yeah. Comparatively, the two are just like in completely different stages of like their own development. If I may, though. Yes. We have you may. We have known Lapis much longer than we have known Peridot. And, and Peridot... adults are so rigid. My yeah. dad has had all the same flaws for the entirety of my life <laughs> that I've known him, which is a quarter of a century, and he is never going to improve on any of them. <laughs> but the, but that is that's an explanation. But is it like an excuse? Is it satisfying within a story? No. Yeah. But so like, like I'm not we... I'm not disagreeing with you. I'd like to see all this stuff. I just think. I just think there's a real candidness and emotional honesty to the way they handle Lapis, mm-hmm. and I really respect that, and that's why I'm not inclined to complain about her. Oh, yeah, okay. no. And you phrase it a good way where, like, when you are already, like, grooved into your ways, it is very difficult for one to change. And I forget the name of the episode, but it's with... Peridot and Lapis and Steven and Jasper is brought up and Peridot is like, no, 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 no. We don't say the J word yeah. around Lapis. Yeah. It's one of but her that triggers. Was, that was like arcs ago. And in this episode, we see that Peridot has, is still tiptoeing around Lapis and has been doing that this entire time. Walking on eggshells for Lapis. Yeah. For, for arcs. She has been, she has been doing the very best that she can to be a good friend to Lapis. And they've built the, this life together um, and then at the end of the episode, what does Lapis do? She absconds with the life that Peridot built with her. And Peridot, that is Peridot's life too. She's new to Earth as well. And when when Peridot said, I want to stay on Earth, Lapis should have just gone by herself and not taken the barn. So I'm I'm going to be mad at Lapis for that forever. But it is very good storytelling. Yes. <laughs> It is doing what it set out to. For one thing, I think we need to contextualize uh, Lapis and Peridot's relationship and specifically how long the two of them have been roommates or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, it feels like a very long time for us because of, like, the slow drip feed of this show's content. And it's been, like, I don't know, like, really, realist- has it been a couple uh, years since they got in the bar? No, I would like, say it's been, real like, world time? Yeah. In, in, in our About time for us, well, episode airing you're you're not wrong but the other thing is that peridot and lapis don't do anything other than hang out constantly so they have a lot of time to get to know one another and and learn about each other and be friends i just i've spent a <laughs> i have spent a lot of time like talking to people consistently and some people are just like very overly sensitive and that i have to walk on eggshells with them even after uh, months I, of direct and constant you know, contact yeah and this is a very this is a very difficult topic to navigate um 
because you're you're right that like there are some people where you just do have to speak to them a particular way lest you open a can of worms so to speak yeah um or upset them you know um and there are some situations where that is something that can be improved upon and there are some situations that can't and i feel like lapis has been trying to to make improvements but this was this was just too big of a scare for her I am still mad she took the barn. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still mad. No, that was supremely shitty. Yes. Yeah. Lapis's entire existence is just like a sequence of painful events with moments of calm in between. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. and to have somebody who has a a layman's grasp of emotional maturity to be like a roommate with somebody who has to deal with that kind of thing is incredibly interesting. And like this, that like it, when you think about it with that context and with hindsight, um, this event, this moment that raising the barn as an episode becomes a moment of inevitability when you kind of re- have that context. Yeah. You, you know that when somebody like Peridot and somebody like Lapis live together with that context, this was always going to happen on some level or another. Peridot and Lapis just had that moment where... There had to be a boiling point. Yes. And I, and I want to say, as supremely shitty as Lapis taking the barn is, mm-hmm. I also fucking love that it happened. Yeah. And we see... we it. It destroys Peridot. Oh, yeah. Well, like, well that's, like... that's not why. This is... Again, I'm thinking from Lapis's point of view here. Because it's... It, it it also shows like an immaturity or I guess kind of denial on Lapis's part in that like the thing about the barn is I don't Lapis doesn't seem to me to be all that invested in the barn itself like all the art watching Camp Pining Hearts on the TV like mm-hmm. growing the crops and stuff all of that is like Peridot and Lapis kind of goes along with it. And Lapis, like, even when Peridot's not coming, she's already determined she's, like, taking the barn. Like, Lapis just kind of has this idea that no matter what she leaves behind, she can continue this life she's made. It's just really interesting to yeah. me because it doesn't work at all. Oh, yeah. No, she she very much um, is defaulting to self-preservation at any cost, uh-huh. which is Very excellent, in character for her. Very, very in character. Excellent writing shitty as hell for for a friend to pull (laughs) one quick thing i did not know this episode was going to go the way it was because what i thought this episode was doing was in like legitimately when i first saw the episode and it came back to me when we rewatched it tonight was i thought that the crux of pumpkin disappearing was peridot was hiding pumpkin so that she could create an excuse for lapis to not leave that's what i thought the episode Mm. was gonna be until mm. I saw Peridot genuinely see Black Pumpkin and be like, you were here the whole time. That's interesting. Well, because I think at that point she hadn't come she hadn't come to the decision to even like argue with Lapis about leaving. Yeah. Pumpkin Pumpkin not wanting to leave was really just a foil for Peridot not wanting to leave. Yes. Um we we see that Peridot has come so very far. Um mm. and when when she like extends her hand to Lapis and is like this is basically a breakup. Like we built this life together, will you defend it with me? And Lapis was like no, and as she's flying away, we see that Peridot is like still good old Peridot 
saying what we're all thinking while still staying in character, you were supposed to reward me for my emotional honesty. <laughs> <laughs> that is a phenomenal line. And it was uh, amazingly delivered. God, I love Paradox. So He's been watching much. Camp Finding Hearts too much. Paradox is kind of almost the perfect kind of millennial in a, in a way because mm-hmm. okay no, 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 hear me out like the way that she uh, like and this goes back into how she's written like to a T we were talking about the line that she delivered you're supposed to uh, reward me for my emotional honesty and you said that uh, she's been watching so much Camp Pining Hearts it made me realize a lot of uh, Peridot's emotional maturity as a character comes from her consuming a lot of media her her emotional and like um moral compass comes from a lot sim- similarly to a lot of um millennials consuming media it's fitting for her character that she that that's how she kind of relates to but she's learning how to communicate that yeah way. exactly yeah I, I find that actually really fitting yeah and i'm gonna put a pin in that and save it for my final thought because it ties my last couple of notes together really well nice and well, I mean, I guess we should kind sure, of go to the episode. I think we're there. Yeah. All right. No, one, one real quick thing. I yes. think that like uh, probably the saddest moment for me in the episode is literally the final bit where they're li- where yeah. Paradox laying in the bathtub and Steven's sitting there looking at his phone and Paradox, the final line of the episode is what do we do now? And it just cuts to black. Well, cause they're, they both, they both basically went through a breakup. Yeah. Um, and it's just like, like, woo. Ooh, that's real. Yeah. No, ex- excellently done. Um, was that your final thought, or do you have a... a... Uh, no, not, not a final thought. I just I wanted to cap okay. off the, the summary of the episode there, with yeah. that point, because yeah. I really like that. Yeah, nicely done. Um, On to final thoughts. Max, you go first. Okay. Okay, because there's one thing we haven't talked about here yet. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Onion! <laughs> what the fuck are you doing in the middle of a field? You're just like nowhere with a stand on the side of a dirt road. Did you grow those onions? Did you steal them? I'm inclined to believe the latter. Just, what are you? Why do you do the things you do? Why are you places? Here's some onions in the middle of nowhere. selling them for? There's no price listed. Also, Steven, I have never seen you wear that hat. Like, I'm sure he did steal it from you, because that's how onion do. But, yeah. No, he, he, never wore, he wore it in one episode. He wore it in he? one episode. I don't remember. It is a, that is a callback joke. Okay, so he did steal that hat from Stephen, all right. Yeah, he did steal the hat. He stole the onions and the hat and probably the wood he built the stand with. Uh, I was actually going to ask to go next because uh, Natasha's final point of the episode and your final thought, Max, just like blend perfectly into my oh, really? final thought. Oh, yeah. Okay. So so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a Venn diagram here. Um, so Natasha brought up that uh, Peridot has learned how to communicate by consuming a lot of media. I also want everyone to remember that she's learned how to communicate from what Stephen has told her. Wow, thanks. Exactly. Like, she continues to use wow, thanks um, in this episode at the very end. And we know that she uses it genuinely. Yes. So, so like, she is genuinely thankful that Stephen is like, you can stay in my bathtub again, Peridot. Um, mm-hmm. So... I want to rewind the episode a little bit, um, going back to the onion stand, when when Onion popped up 
and spooked the both of them, they have the exact same body language. Oh, that's cute. They do. They have the exact same body language when they're surprised that onion popped out of the onions. <laughs> um, so that's I, a nice detail. Oh God, I just love Peridot, you guys. So I'm, I'm just really, I like it's, it's really interesting that you bring up that um, Peridot is learning to communicate through media, but it's, it's media that Stephen recommended to her. So, so like every, every way that she communicates is somehow based upon knowledge that steven has like imbued her with just just to cap it off at the end of this episode lapis essentially puts peridot back at square one because once again peridot is living in steven's bathroom (laughs) it's where she belongs i'm i'm really happy that like steven was there for her at the beginning and and he's here for her again when she's like kind of knocked back to to square one because her whole life has been uprooted because of Lapis's decisions. Steve, Steve Adot is a good ship, you guys. <laughs> That's my final thought is Steve Adot is a good ship. All right, Natasha, go. Um, I don't know. Like, I feel... Shit. Okay, thank you for listening to the Ringo <laughs> Zone. Ah, Bye! <laughs> no, 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 no. Recording to it now, it'll be great. No, say your, say your thought. I'm a nice person. Um, I, like, okay, well, I, I was kind of being half serious, and I feel like I, I sort of summed up everything I could say, because everything I wanted to say, we sort of said Great, the episode, <laughs> but, like, I guess kind of people realizing that, like, Lapis being an asshole does not make her a bad character, it makes her an interesting and well-written one, is a lesson that I feel like a lot of Steven Universe fans should learn from, that if a character is mean, that doesn't make them bad, it makes them interesting yeah. as long as they're bad in a way that makes sense in the context of the media yeah which it does i feel like a good a good uh comparative through line for this for character i'm about to make a comparison to is uh a lot worse in terms of what they've done as a character but i feel like it's still because there's actually some discourse surrounding this character that i feel like needs to be addressed cool. um endeavor from my hero academia oh. and the discourse surrounding him like I feel like that is a He's very been going through some good interesting developments. Don't manga talk me because oh, I'm, I'm only oh. watching this show. But, oh, okay, but I'll, but I'll if you guys want to talk about oh, your anime out. only trash. Okay, I won't say anything specific to the plot, but there is character development surrounding Endeavor that some of the fans have been um, very, let's call it dickish towards Horikoshi about as of recently. Vocal. Yes, I understand that. Like he's like. Basically, what we're what we're learning is that he's not just like a single faceted abuser. Yes, and people are having an issue with that. I mean, it's not just that. it's like it's kind of taking a real serious and nuanced look. Yeah, which at is great. abuse. Yeah, like the context amazing. of abuse itself and all parties involved. Yeah. I really Hor- like it. Horikoshi, yeah. Horikoshi, he's you a do good you Horikoshi, is you fucking do great. You. He's a good fucking writer and an amazing Horikoshi. fucking artist, and he can, can, should continue doing everything he's doing. Horikoshi, you have the support of the Ringo Zone, which I'm pretty sure makes you a criminal in like 70% of the <laughs> world, but still. <laughs> Cycling it back to my original point is, I think that, uh, and I, here's the thing, I was actually really guilty of this, is that I really disliked a lot of stuff that was happening with Lapis early in the show. and But yeah, like people need to understand that like when a character does bad things in the show... You can't conflate that with how you would treat a real life person doing those same exact actions in real life. They, they, there's there's context. People have plans for characters to make certain actions, to to do certain actions in media, and you have to understand 
there there's a level of context you haven't gotten yet so bear that in mind when you watch lapis uproot her house and yes it will make you mad it made me mad because you hurt Paradox feelings and i'll fucking kill you but <laughs> you understand that this is a character that has yet their story has not completed yet and that context is necessary for understanding how the character functions emotionally and i, I guess thanks for coming to my ted talk <laughs> Very well put. <laughs> yeah. All right. I still don't know who Ted is. Yeah, I've never met Ted. I feel like... Uh, yeah. I don't know what it stands for, but I'm pretty sure Ted is actually... If I remember correctly, it's an acronym for something. Technology Entertainment Design. Okay, thank you. Yes, hey, I, that's what it thanks was. Thanks for listening to The Ringo Zone. You Which I feel really bad for Ted for his parents naming him Technology Entertainment Division. Oh, or, yeah, oh! anybody... No, no, no. Is his last is his last name design, or does he is he one of those fuckers with two middle names? He's he's got two middle names. Talk is his last name. Ted, wait, wait. <laughs> his, last is, his last name is Talk. Of course, his last name is Talk. Okay, let's All just right. cut Good it night, there. Everybody. Oh. Let's end it on. Let's, yeah. Stop talking. <laughs>